Are you tired of putting your own dreams and plans on hold? Do you feel stuck waiting for some future season to chase your dreams? You, my friend, were made for more. More than the managing of schedules, keeping up with kiddos, and holding down the home front. Hi, I'm Christine, a military spouse of over 10 years, mom of littles, and coffee connoisseur. I'm here to help you navigate life as a military spouse, get unstuck, and craft a life with purpose. You have something valuable to offer, and when you pursue the things that light your heart on fire, you trade frustration for fulfillment and isolation for a life of impact. It's time to discover who you are meant to be because together we can change the world. Hey friends, welcome to our live training of best year yet. So the first thing I want you to do if you are joining us live right now is to go to millspousemastermind.com forward slash goals. I have put together a complete goal setting guide to walk you through this whole process. And it's going to be easiest for you if you just go download that guide, print that out, and then you'll be able to walk through each section along with me today. Um, if you don't have time to do that right now, I'm going to kind of talk through the whole guide. I have my own guide printed out and you'll be able to go download that for the next 48 hours that will be absolutely free for you to use to download um, that will walk you through my entire annual planning process. All the questions that I go through to set myself up for success each year. So um, if you have time, go download that guide and then we will get started. In the next few minutes, we're going to walk through my entire goal planning process. We're going to reflect on where we've been assess where we are today, and then craft a vision for where we want to go and learn practical steps to pursue our dreams and step into the life that we were meant to live. Because my friend, you were made for more. You have something valuable to offer this world. And you might not know what that is, or you may have a contribution and it just feels really small. But this is what I want you to remember, that you were made with and for a purpose. And I want to help you step into your purpose. And part of that is comes down to getting clarity and setting goals and making progress on the things that really matter. Now, I am a goal-setting junkie. I love researching and learning everything about goal setting, about the process of how we put all these pieces together. But I know this is so challenging for us. And I struggled to figure this out for so many years as a military spouse because there's so many things that happen, right? You want to set and achieve meaningful goals. And yet, you know, you have this upcoming PCS and you're like, well, how do I make this work? Or, you know, your spouse is going to be going TDY a lot or deploying and like so many things happen that try to derail us from our goals, right? So what does it look like to do this annual planning process as a military spouse? Well, today this training is for you if you're not loving your life today. If you feel like you're not loving the way things are and you want something to change and you're not sure what that is, this is for you. This is for you if you are struggling in any particular area of your life, if you feel like you're absolutely killing it in one area, but this other area of life just feels like it's weighing you down, this is for you. This training is for you if you think it's too late to set goals for your year. 
it's not about setting goals by January 1st. If we haven't figured everything out by January 1, then we might as well just give up on the whole year. It's not too late to set yourself up for goal setting success this year. This is for you if you're not sure how to keep a resolution. You set these goals and then like two or three months later, you've completely forgotten all about it. And this is for you if you think setting goals will keep you from enjoying life. Now, this is definitely not me because I love setting goals and exploring all of this, but I know some of you don't like setting goals because it's like, then it feels like a burden, something you have to do, and you just want to enjoy life and not worry about it. This training is for you. All right, so our goals for today. We're going to talk about how goal setting can help you have your best year yet. We're going to talk about why we struggle with goal setting, how to make goal setting work for us, and then we're going to walk through my 10-step annual goal setting process. Are y'all ready to get started? Okay, so let's talk about can I really have my best year yet? Yes, I titled this best year yet, but what does that actually mean? Well, what I'm not promising you today is that nothing bad is going to happen. I'm not going to promise you that this year will be easy. I'm not even going to promise you that you will accomplish all the goals that you set for yourself. I'm not going to promise you that nothing is going to try to derail you from making progress on your goals because life happens, right? But your best year yet is about making the most of what you have today to choose to live a meaningful life, one that lights you up and impacts the world for good. So here's the quote that I want us to think about. It's from Brendan Burchard, who is the author of High Performance Habits. And he says, it is lack of a decisive cause something worth striving for, an ambitious purpose that sets our hearts ablaze and our feet marching forward that locks us into unlived lives. And that's what I want us to avoid. I don't want you to wind up in an unlived life. We need some kind of cause, something that we are striving for, a purpose, a reason that we get up in the morning. And goal setting can help us do just that. So let's quickly talk about why setting goals actually matters. Goals give us direction. They help us set priorities and sustain momentum. They can improve our mental health, our self-confidence, and our success. People who set goals and regularly self-monitor are almost two and a half times more likely to attain their goals. So if we never set goals for our life, then we're not going to get as far. We're not going to move in the direction that we want to go. So when we set goals, then we're more likely to attain those goals. And when we set goals and we regularly self-monitor, when we assess our progress, when we reflect on how we're doing and what needs to change, we're almost two and a half times more likely to attain goals. Goal setting is going to help us pursue purpose, find greater clarity, find fulfillment, happiness, 
joy. It's going to help us discover who we are meant to be. And this is what Mill Spouse Mastermind is all about. And so that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. So most of the goal setting problems that we see come from the fact that, hey, maybe we're not setting any goals. Maybe you've decided that it's just too difficult to set and pursue a goal. So you've just given up on the idea altogether, or it's just not been a priority in your life. We also find problems when we're not setting the right goals. If we're setting goals, but it's not actually leading us in the direction that we want to go, then we're not setting the right goals for us. We're also going to have a problem if we don't actually have a plan to turn that goal into reality. We can also have problems when we're focused on the wrong results. When we make goals all about accomplishment or achievement or what looks good rather than the process, who we are becoming in the process. So the solution is answering the question, is there a goal setting system that will fit our ever-changing military lifestyle? And the answer is yes. And this is where I came up with my flexible goal setting process. So kind of a little background in my story, if you're not familiar, um, my background is in marketing and I had all of these great plans for my life, but then I met my husband who was in the military and my life drastically changed. Um, but I still kind of found ways to find purpose. But then over the course of four years, I had three babies and we moved four times and I kind of felt lost, completely trying to figure out what am I supposed to do with my life? Who am I anymore outside of being a military spouse and a mom? And how do I use the skills and experiences I have to serve others in a sustainable way that worked for my family? And so I started researching all about productivity, goal setting, purpose, personal growth, entrepreneurship, and I was looking at all of these high performers and they were all setting goals. But I was like, well, what kind of goals should I be setting? What's going to work for me and for my life as a military spouse when there's so many things that I cannot control? And so I finally came up with this method that I've been kind of tweaking for the last several years. And this is what's evolved into my flexible goal setting method and the goal setting guide that I've created for you, which kind of goes over my annual planning process, how we set and pursue meaningful goals for our life today. So in the next few pages, we're going to walk through the Mill Spouse Goal Setting Guide, and we're going to go through this whole process together. And so if you have not done so, now is a great time to head over to millspousemastermind.com forward slash goals. This guide, it's uh, roughly how many? 30 pages, I think. Yep. And you can download that free for the next 48 hours that will be available for you and it's going to take you through this 10-step process. So are you ready to get started? Let's do this. And what I want you to know is that you do not have to wait for tomorrow to chase your dreams or set goals for your year. So let's talk about how this works. The goal setting guide is divided into two sections. The first five steps all fall under part one, which is our reflection. How does life feel today? So 
Step one is looking back and we reflect on the last year. And the most important part of this is starting with gratitude. So what I want you to do is take some time when you have time to walk through this and say, where was I one year ago? Physically, emotionally, mentally, kind of place yourself at the beginning of 2021. And where were you at? How were you feeling? What did life look like? And then look at all of 2021 and think about specific things that you can be grateful for that happened in the year. Looking back over the last year, what am I thankful for? And what am I proud of? I want us to start with this space of gratitude. Then after we've kind of put ourselves in this space of gratitude, one of the things I find most helpful to do is to do a month in review. So we take each month of the year, write down a few things that happened in that month, and then at the bottom space available, you will put down a word or a phrase that describes how you feel or felt that month. So this is where it's great if you have some kind of planner, calendar you can pull out that reminds you of what was going on in that month. Jot down just a few things that happened and how you felt overall that month. And then we're gonna kind of look at, you know, what happened? What were your biggest struggles? What circumstances got in your way? And how do you feel about the year as a whole? You may absolutely love what 2021 looked like for you, or it may have been a really, really difficult year. And either one is okay. The point is that we are honestly assessing our last year and then say, okay, what are my big takeaways? What can I learn? Because every opportunity is an opportunity to learn something if we are willing to take the time to reflect on where we've come, on what's happened in the past year. Now, step two, we go look around and reflect the key areas of your life. And this is where we get into the looking at our growth wheel. And I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but the growth wheel is really a self-reflection tool to help us assess how life feels in each area and identify what areas are holding us back. So what you're going to do is on the first page, um, on page eight, you're going to go through each specific category on the growth wheel and assess how life feels in that category. So for play and rest, for your spiritual health, your physical health, your mental and emotional health, your home environment, your relationship with your spouse or significant others, your family, your friendships, your finances, and your mission or purpose. Now I've given you uh, a summary that kind of explains what each category is about. Um, you don't have to tie yourself to specifically what I wrote, but it gives you a general score for each area. And you'll notice some areas you may be really strong in, other areas are a lot more of a struggle for you right now. But the point is to be honest with where you are in each area today. And then on the following page, you have a place to write what impacted the way that I felt? 
the score that I gave myself for that area. What specific things did I do or not do that contributed to my score in that area? And you can just use that to jot down some notes. Hey, I was doing a lot of this and this was good or I really didn't focus on this at all and so I feel like this was a really weak area for me. Step three is to look within and reflect on who you are becoming. Now, a lot of this section goes back to what we talk about in Mill Spouse Purpose Playbook. We talk about the importance of knowing who we are before we start to uncover our purpose. And the same goes for our goals, dreams, and plans. Before we set and pursue goals, we need to remind ourselves of who we are becoming and what matters most to us. So we go through and if you haven't gotten involved inside of the Mill Spouse Purpose Playbook, then I'm giving you a basic question about each area that you can ask yourself in this guide. And the first step is your core values. Now, the great thing is I already have a core values worksheet sheet that is available for you. You can go to millspousemastermind.com forward slash values, or I'll also have it linked directly from the worksheet. Um, and you can go down and it will help you determine what your specific core values are. Then we look at your characteristics. How do you want to show up for those in your life? What characteristics do you want to be true of your life? And then we look at aspirational identity. When I think about how I want to show up and serve, what does that look like for my future? And then we look at my fuel. What is it that lights me up or brings me joy? So you'll have a space where you can write down, what are your favorite things to do, to see, to be, to feel, to have? Because I want you to get centered on what are the things that are actually lighting you up and bringing you joy. And then we reflect on our contribution. How do I want to be serving in this season? Fulfillment comes from contributing to something outside of ourselves. So we ask, who do I want to serve? What problem do I want to help solve? What causes do I care about? What contribution do I want to be making in this season? And then your purpose and action statement. This is the statement that we develop, your personal purpose statement that we create together inside the Mill Spouse Purpose Playbook. But it's really helpful to write that down and look at that when we are reflecting on our year and, and assessing and setting goals for our next year. So you create all of those things to remind you of who you are becoming. And then step four is to look ahead and reflect on where we want to go big picture. And I really, this is all about the setting, the long-term direction that we want to go in with our life. Now, I am currently reading Hero on a Mission by Donald Miller, and he goes really big picture in the fact that you sit down and you write out your eulogy. But that's almost too big of a picture for me because there's so many things that could happen in life. Um, but I feel like around 10 years out is something that I'm able to wrap my brain around because it's a far enough out time period where I can kind of cast that vision of what do I want my life 
to look and feel like how do I want to be showing up and serving and like do something and have time to move in that direction without it being so far out that I can't conceptualize it. So you're going to create this 10-ish roughly your vision of how you're showing up, who you're serving, and um, what are you doing? You know, what does your life look like? So this is going to help us. We're going to walk backwards and set this direction for our life. And then you sum it up. Okay, based on everything I would like my life to look like 10 years from now, what's my big dream? Right, and now we're gonna bring bring this into a more tangible time period. A ten years is really more of this dreaming big, this vision casting for our lives. But the three to five year mark gives us a much better baseline for turning a dream into an actual exciting but achievable goal. So what you do is you're going to do a brainstorm of all the things that you would love to happen in the next three to five years that will help you and be in alignment with your 10-ish year vision and who you are becoming. So you think about personal goals, think about purpose-related goals, everything that you would love to happen in the next three to five years. And the reason I say three to five is I really like this idea of a three-year goal, but life happens, especially life as a military spouse. And so it's sometimes hard to figure out, can this really happen in the next three years? Is something going to happen that like pushes me, that delays me? So I say Three to five gives you some wiggle room to figure that out. Then choose out of that brainstorm, choose your top one to three goals that you want to pursue in this time frame. And at least one of these goals should be a personal goal. I think especially if we are working from home, if we are building our own business, it's easy to get really focused on that purpose goal but we also need to set goals for all areas of our life. So at least one of our big goals needs to be about something not purpose related. And then ask yourself, are these goals realistic and achievable in this timeline? Why or why not? All right, now we can move on to step five, the last piece of our reflection puzzle, which is really looking at what's holding us back. Before we're ready to set goals and move ahead, we need to figure out what it is that's holding us back. So we're going to look at our thoughts and limiting beliefs, what we need to release, and we're going to combat our fears because I guarantee you that all of us have thoughts and limiting beliefs that are holding us back. So you're going to ask yourself, what thoughts am I dwelling on right now? Which of these are true and which of these are not true? What lies am I believing? So what is it that's really holding me back and what do I need to release or let go of for this next year? Sometimes it's not just about what we're adding. Sometimes it's about what we're releasing. So we're going to do that. And then one of my favorite pages is to look at your fears. And fears are funny because they're not always obvious. They, they kind of exist underground. But when you start to think about what it is that's holding you back, a lot of times there's a lot of fear that's underneath 
the surface. And so this tool allows us to try to name our fears. So you're going to spend some time reflecting and naming your five biggest fears. And then we're going to combat each of these fears with the truth. So what I recommend is if this is what I do, is I go find a Bible verse that combats each of my big fears. If that doesn't resonate with you, you can always find a mantra that rings true that you can use, um, but find a verse or a mantra that combats that fear with the truth, that helps you overcome that fear. So that is part one on reflecting, and then we get into part two of goal setting. And this is all about how we want to grow. John Maxwell says, if you focus on goals, you may hit goals, but that doesn't guarantee growth. If you focus on growth, you will grow and always hit goals. And so this is the reminder that our focus needs to be on growth, not the achievement, not the accomplishment, not the destination. It's about the process. So where we start is, I think this is one of the best places to start, is establishing a word of the year. This is a great starting point, whether you really get into goal setting or whether you just want to keep this super surface level, um, a word or phrase is really a guidepost for you and for your year. We did an episode on this, but what you're going to do is go back and look at what you wrote in the reflection section, especially about your last year. And then you're going to look at what your dreams for the future are. And are you seeing any specific patterns or themes emerge from that? What stands out to you? And then ask yourself, how do I want to grow in the next year? How do I want to feel in the next year? And what is one opportunity for growth that will reap benefits for the rest of my life? And so after you've asked yourself these questions, then you're going to look at, is there a specific word or phrase that really sums up how you want to grow in the next year? And you may have a couple of ideas that come to mind. Um, and what I say is that just sit with that. Usually one will rise to the surface and you just need to sit with it, pray about it for a couple days. And if it still feels right, then that's probably the right word or phrase for you for the year. But this gives us a tool to help us assess and make decisions for our year. Is this going to help me, you know, accomplish or grow in this particular area? All right, now we get to the super fun part. This is our growth goals where we dream in all directions. And this is the foundation of the flexible goal setting method and how we are focused on goals related to our growth that support our growth. Okay, so here's what I do. My big process is I first ask myself, what actions, goals, or habits am I going to do that support my growth as a whole this year? And for me, this usually looks like a reading goal, um, any specific books I want to read, courses I want to take. So I'm like looking big picture. Okay, what am I going to do to support my growth? this year. The second question I ask myself is two skills to narrow it down to two skills that I would like to grow in or learn more about this year. 
skills that will help me on my journey. And then I want you on page 19, you'll see dream in all directions. And what you do is go back to the growth wheel assessment we did and the things that we do or not do that contributed to our growth last year, where we, where we were strong, where we struggled, and set a few goals in each particular area, things that you could do to help you grow in that particular area. So for play and rest, for your spiritual health, for your physical health, for your mental emotional health, for each particular category, what could you do to help you grow in that area? And this forms the basis of our growth goals. And it all supports how we want to show up and who we want to be. And then on page 20, you will list out each of those things that you wrote down. And then the second category is a bucket. Now, when we talk about the growth wheel, there's three fundamental needs, are buckets, care, connect, and contribute. And I say, when one of these three things is missing from our life, life will feel off. We will not find and experience a fulfilling life if we're missing one of these categories. So what I do is write out all of these growth goals for each of my 10 areas and say, okay, which bucket is this ultimately living under? And then I divide it into three things. For each thing that I wrote down, is this a goal that has some additional sub-steps? Is this just an action or project I need to complete and check off my list? Or is this a habit I want to develop? And so what I've learned over time is that most of my goals, my growth goals, fall into one of these three categories. And so that helps me to figure out, okay, what what is this? Which of these are really big goals? Which of these are just projects I need to put on the calendar? And which of these are habits that I want to develop in my life? So then we get to actually make our plan. So this can be as simple as you want it to be or complex as you want it to be. Um, but number seven is probably the most important part because it, you're looking at each area of your life and setting growth goals. Now, what I will do to take this even a step further is go back and look at my 10-year vision and my three to five-year goals, and I want to do an arrow goal brainstorm. And this is one to two goals. I usually come up with one purpose-related goal and one personal arrow goal. So what's my big goal for the next year in a personal category? And what's my big goal for the year in my purpose category? These are my two big arrow goals. And they're going to be in alignment with my growth goals and who I want to be. And they're going to lead me to my three to five year goals and ultimately my 10 year vision. And then I answer the question, what would I love to end this next year knowing? So this is where, you know, it gets into the nitty gritty because we're going to take our dreams and our goals and we're going to turn them into actual plans. So for each arrow goal, we divide it into three major moves that are going to lead us to that arrow goal. And then each major move gets divided into a series of small steps. And then those small steps are going to go 
onto my calendar. And so the way I divide things up is everything goes into one of three buckets. Again, it goes into Q1, Q2, or the path. And the way this divides up is basically, am, is this something I'm going to focus on in the next 90 days, the next um, six months, or is it beyond the six month mark? And everything beyond the six-month mark goes on to the path because that's far enough out that it's really hard to make a legitimate plan of action. And I don't want to forget about these things that I've come up with, but I want to put them aside and not have them taking up space in my brain so that everything beyond what I'm going to work on for the next six months goes onto my path. And I will revisit that in, in three months from now. So then I'm going to just narrow it down further. I'm just going to look at everything I want to do in the next 90 days. What do I want to focus on for the next 90 days? And then I'm going to divide that out into month one, month two, month three. So I've divided everything that needs to happen in the next 90 days. What does that look like for the next three months? And then that gets divided down even further. So for month one, okay, what am I going to do week one, week two, week three, and week four? And then once I get that figured out, then it's at the beginning of each week. I'm mean, like, okay, what action steps am I taking on a daily basis that are going to lead me to what I need to accomplish each week that are going to lead me to what I'm going to accomplish each month that are going to lead me to what I'm going to accomplish each quarter. Now, you may be wondering, but what happens when you don't finish all those things? Well, that's totally normal because life happens after all. And this is where I have everything in an electronic format so I can just shift things. Hey, this didn't get done this week. It's moving to the next week. And that's really where the flexibility comes in because life happens and we have to keep shifting. But what matters most is not whether we actually get the achievement, finish complete the goal, do the thing that we thought we wanted to get done in the specific time frame that we planned for. What matters is if we are moving in the right direction, if we are making pro progress, if, we, if our process is helping us grow into who we're meant to be. So it's not about whether you achieved it and whether you, do, you know, took everything and, and, made your life all about goals. This is about crafting a whole life, a fulfilling life, a life that is about every element of our life and growing in each category, right? So we don't want to put all of our eggs into achieving our purpose goals at the expense of everything else. We want to live a balanced life. So step nine is to establish our priorities because we can set goals, but we also need to know that we can only do so much in the time we have. We each have 24 hours in a day and some of us have a lot more commitments than others. If you're in a season of life where you have littles at home, you're going to have less time than if you your, your kids are all in school and you have extra time during the day. So what I look at is four basic things. Make a list of all of your current commitments, everything that you have going on, activities that you were involved in, activities that your kids are involved in. What commitments do you have in your life right now? 
look at what is on the horizon. What's coming up? Do we, is there a big event coming up? Is there a big change? Um, are you going to be PCSing? Are you going to have a baby? What's coming up on the horizon that you can begin planning for? Obviously, some things pop up out of the blue and you just have to adjust. But as much as you can, kind of be looking ahead to say what's coming up and how is that going to impact what I'm prioritizing in this season. And then we look at our distractions. We all have things that we do to check out, to escape, to unplug. What are the things that are distracting you? Are you spending a lot of time on social media and you're not really making progress on your goals? What is it for you? We all have distractions. And then remind yourself of your fuel. Going back to the question of what is it that lights me up and brings me joy? What is fueling and filling me? And how can I add more of that in our life? So based on my commitments, my season of life that I'm in, which growth goals or projects am I going to prioritize in the next 90 days? Now, this is where it really becomes a part of our life. And this is where I really like to go back to the sheet we made of, okay, which of our growth goals are really habits we want to develop? And we're going to put together a set of weekly core commitments. Those are specific actions or tasks that you will make time for on a weekly basis that will fill your care, connect, and contribute buckets that will help you make progress on the things that really matter to you. So you will write these down, decide what your core commitments will be, and then put them on the calendar first. So what does this actually look like? So what usually happens is that Life gets crazy. We fill our calendar with, you know, work, with home, with taking care of everybody else, making sure the kids have what they need, dealing with all of the craziness of life. And then we do the things that fill us up, that take care of us, and those go on the calendar last and they come off first. So this was the big shift for me in the last year was Hey, if I do not prioritize rest, if I do not put it on the calendar, it will not happen. This has to go on my calendar first. So what are the things that you are going to commit to on a weekly basis? Is that a weekly date night? Is that taking time out to rest and play each week? Is that a commitment to work out three times a week? What are your core commitments? Those need to go on your calendar first. And then what do you need to change or adjust about your schedule to support those priorities? And then the last step is to set your schedule. So in the packet, you will have an example of a weekly schedule so that you can time block everything out. Hey, we're going to have this and this time I've got to get these things done and make sure your core commitments are things that are going on your calendar every week. Now, you know, you're going to have weeks where life gets crazy and you don't do those things. But more often than not, as as possible, as far as it depends on you, those things are staying on your schedule. And that is the only way to prioritize the things that will keep you feeling filled, fueled, and full of joy. All right. So that is the 10 steps to my annual planning process. And then once I've set that schedule, and then I'm going in, I'm putting all that stuff 
in my electronic spreadsheet so that I can start tracking. Okay, what am I get? What did I supposed to be doing this week? What am I supposed to be doing this month? What got done? What needs to move? And I keep shifting as needed because life happens, right? Okay, so what? what where do we go from here? All right, so next steps for you. Um, first of all, if you have not yet downloaded the goal setting guide, then I would encourage you to go to millspousemastermind.com forward slash goals and download that guide. Um, and that will be available for the next 48 hours. If you are considering, hey, I really want to get greater clarity. Um, I want to find purpose and fulfillment in my current season of life. I want a step-by-step roadmap to figure out what I have to offer, how to make a contribution that aligns with my sweet spot, and how to do this without feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and pulled in all directions. Mill Spouse Purpose Playbook is available for you, your step-by-step guide to find purpose, reclaim your life and dreams, and discover who you are meant to be. You'll learn how to get in touch with who you are again at your core and figure out what matters most to you, what your sweet spot of services and how you can use your uniqueness to make a contribution that matters. You'll walk away with your own personal purpose statement, clarity on what you really want and a decision-making framework to help you prioritize your schedule in a system that leads you to discover who you are meant to be. And when you do that, you also... So you get the Clarity Workbook, which has questions, exercises that go along with each module to help you get the clarity you need. You also get the Goal Setting Masterclass, which goes into goal setting, but it also goes more into the actual process that I go through to move my goals every month, the spreadsheets that I use and how that works, how I assess my progress, how I make adjustments as needed. You get all of my growth assessments um, and progress reports that I use, my daily productivity planner that I use, and you also, if you do not get the goal setting guide by the time that this freebie expires, that will be inside the Most Spouse Purpose Playbook as well. And if you purchase this by um, January 28th using the code New Year, you can get $50 off the course price. So that is available. You get the clarity you need. Go to morethanamillspouse.com. I would love to see you inside getting that clarity and taking your next step to craft a life with purpose. Now, if you are not ready to do that, that's totally understandable. That's why we have all of the free resources for you. We have the Get Unstuck Life Assessment, which goes into the growth wheel and how we began to get unstuck and craft a life with purpose that is available at millspousemastermind.com forward slash growth wheel. Um, we also talked about the core values assessment to help you get clear on what matters most to you. That is available millspousemastermind.com forward slash values. And then of course the podcast. Um, just keep listening to the podcast podcast each week we discuss a topic related to your life as a military spouse how to develop resilience find purpose and live a meaningful and fulfilling life as a military spouse 
You can always just listen and subscribe by going to millspousemastermind.com forward slash show. Here's what I want you to walk away with today. Knowing that you have something valuable to offer the world. You were made with and for a purpose. And while you cannot control what happens, you cannot control so many things about your life. What you can control is what you do with what you have. So many military spouses put their dreams and passions on the back burner. And in so doing, they wind up feeling lost, unsure of who they are and how to love their life. But that doesn't have to be you. You can get the clarity you need to get unstuck and craft a life with purpose today. You don't have to wait for tomorrow to chase your dreams. You just have to decide to take action and step into your story. A story that is bigger than you and one that makes you bigger. Because when we take action, when we step into our stories, we are better together. And together, we impact the world for good. So I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you got a lot of value in this. I can't wait to hear um, what aha moments you have. And if you're going to try this yourself, I would love to hear from you. For now, I will leave you with this. May you have a great week living filled, fueled, and full of joy. Hey friend, before you go, the Mill Spouse Mastermind community is here to help you thrive as a military spouse. Figure out what lights your heart on fire and equip you to create a life of impact. You can have an incredible impact simply by heading over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. And if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others too. Spread the word by taking a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories so we can continue to reach more people, change more lives, and shift the way that military spouses look at life. Because we are better together, and together we can change the world. Let's do it.